What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Only Here on Spark Talk, and we do apologize for the five-week hiatus. Um, you know, just with Wyatt being in school and with me dealing with uh, football starting to ramp back up, mm-hmm. um, with trying to get some things done, and also with work. Um, yeah, it has been. It was, it was a lot harder than we had anticipated to actually get on the same schedule to do a podcast because Wyatt would be studying when I would have free time. When I would, uh, when Wyatt had free time, I was doing something with work or with football. And so our schedules kind of hadn't lined up until um, kind of today when we were able to kind of go through uh, quite a bit of news. So without further ado, we will get into this and uh, let's go. All right. So first things first is uh, obviously I think if if you have been living under a rock or if you've been quarantined for just no apparent reason at all, just to be quarantined by yourself, Mm -hmm. uh, like Corona, obviously the coronavirus uh NFL has canceled uh annual meetings uh I think scheduled March 29 to April 1st mm-hmm. uh which I'm assuming are the owner meetings and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh so they have canceled those. So I, I that's about about all I can say on that is like it's probably for the better. It you get a bunch of uh 60 to 80 year olds, 90 year olds mm-hmm. that if somebody got that most likely all of them probably would die. Yeah. If Because uh, all of them are extremely old, and it's what seems to be killing is older people. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just, uh, I think it's for the better. It is. Uh, they can do it over phone. Yeah. If anything. Like a little group group message or group chat, whatever. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah, I agree. I don't see it being too big of an issue. Um, it's better to stay on the side of, you know, to err on the side of caution mm-hmm. to make sure that, you know, we are taking the proper measures to make sure, you know, this doesn't become something more than what um, it seems to be. And that, you know, again, I agree. Like, you can do this stuff over phone, put it in a huge conference call, get on Skype, whatever the case is, and just get what you need to, you know, get done, get done. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, moving on to the next topic. Uh, the Titans have released uh, Cameron Wake and... Uh, uh, Deion Lewis, which saves uh, four million in their cap space, uh, maybe trying to get room to either sign Tannehill or sign yeah. uh, Brady. So we'll see. We'll, we'll get into Brady here in a second, but mm-hmm. maybe getting room to. We'll see w- which way they go on it. It's but. definitely a. Uh, it's definitely a way to open up some cap space to allow, or it could be to sign Derrick Henry to a longer term deal um, to actually pay him. Uh, because you know, especially with the way the off the postseason that he had and and the huge impact that he had on this team, um, you know that they're going to be trying to pay him and, and keep him long term. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's a smart move. Deion Lewis has not really contributed as much, and Cameron Wake has gotten a lot older, so it's kind of like you know pretty simple no brainer moves. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I agree with you on that. So we'll move to uh, third topic here. Uh, going through these actually pretty fast today. Uh, yeah, uh, basically, uh, NF, uh, NFL plans, uh, Roger Dell came out and said NFL plans not to push back uh, the start of the league season. Which is uh, March 18th, as of now. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I think they already pushed it back a little bit. They actually um, changed the date originally, just mm-hmm. I think just because they were just wanting to change it. Mm-hmm. Um, but now they're... Uh, yeah, keeping it the same and you know going to go on as business as usual. Yeah. Now I'm sure this situation is probably fluid. Who knows what could happen tomorrow? What could happen? You know, we still yeah. have a few days until the new league year technically starts. Yeah. So anything could happen, but 
I do think they're going to keep at least the start of the league year mm-hmm. so that they can kind of keep the same schedule yeah. for things going. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see what kind of happens with that. Yeah, and basically, if there's one thing that uh, people can be, uh, that pro- people can probably do is go and sign free agency deals and sign contracts. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you can do that over phone. You don't have to meet in person for that mm-hmm. to happen. You can do it over Skype or FaceTime, wherever, wherever's one you prefer or have available. And it's honestly like the new year. I it, my question is, how long is this going to go on? Because mm-hmm. we're not scientists. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, if it is, if it is like the common flu, or something like that, eventually it will probably fade away when. Uh, during summertime and early early spring to summertime, and we can get back on like a I guess a uh, NFL or a sports schedule or a regular schedule as usual. Mm-hmm. But uh, like you said, it is fluid at the moment because we don't know how long this virus is going to yeah last. Um, and uh, it's a new obviously it's a new virus, so we'll, we'll see and we'll keep we'll hopefully we can keep you all updated on uh, more news on it and see if NFL plans to change anything uh mm. coming up here soon yeah so we'll move on to uh i'll let you read this one you, you wrote it yeah i'll okay. let you read it <laughs> all right the majority of uh, nfl employees are to now start um working it from home mm-hmm. so i would assume you've got scouts you've got just regular employees throughout the uh throughout the organization yeah they maybe deal with stats and, and maybe you know just certain minor things that we don't really as fans notice or see on a daily basis i'm sure the mass amount of those people are going to uh, start to work from home which you know uh, just again, it's practical. Again, like we, we've kind of reiterated, you know, you've got the situation; it's very fluid. You don't know what's going to happen. Um, you don't know what the situation could be. Um, is it something that you know? Hopefully, in three months, you know, the best case scenario is that we all overreacted to it, or is it something that's going to become more serious? We don't know. Mm-hmm. Like you said, we're not doctors; we're not scientists mm-hmm. talking right now. Uh, we're trying, you know, and I would suggest people get their information from the CDC and the World Health Organizations. Mm-hmm. Um, those are going to be the people that are the, the real scientists, the real doctors, um, leading the front line and, and really p- providing the best news possible. Um, so don't get your news source from Twitter, from social media, from mm. um, media on TV. Like Get your source from the CDC and the World Health Organization because um, I think that will help kind of slow down a lot of anxiety for a lot of people but yeah we don't know what's going to happen yeah so keeping people from working at home we don't know what how is this going to affect free agency i was kind of thinking about this at work last night a big part of free agency is you get guys in the door you get them to see your facility you get them kind of get into the culture of where you're at mm-hmm. that I mean, might not happen now it's different you're reading in person is different from meeting on the phone yeah so now you might have to take a phone call a skype call you don't get that same experience of walking in and going into the city and man i kind of like this city going into the facilities man i'm really i really or, like the weight room i really like the way you guys have this set up i really pe- like this yeah or people who get tested and then have uh say they test a negative for it they don't have it mm. uh you know are people looking at multiple people so say if uh uh new england they're gonna maybe they'll look at andy dalton and we'll get into eric ebron here in a second mm. uh Maybe they want to be like, hey, both of y'all tested negative. We'll send a private jet over. Uh, y'all can meet up there, and y'all can come in together and have a dual, dual meeting. 
that could be a possible. I could, that's probably unlikely. That's probably fancy yeah. in my head, but it there I mean, could yeah. be. We could see stuff like that in a sense where like would, let's get these group of people that we're looking at here. Yeah, we'll have a con- we'll have talks with them, but let's make sure that they're not. Because the last thing you want yeah. for an NFL team is you don't want somebody coming in yeah. that doesn't know they have it comes in feels fine Especially. spreads it and then it spreads out through the entire organization and then your organization is on lockdown which means you might not potentially be able to go after free agents or go and do the things you need to to help your team oh, yeah, get better for this coming oh, season yeah and uh so. so and some of those coaches and older people get that that that's devastating for them yeah it is really, like yeah really good cuz yeah especially with the way this disease with like is Pete Carroll and is almost close to 70 if he got Belichick. that, especially what's happening in Washington at the moment, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's very yeah, it's big, mm-hmm. and uh, we need all all be like kind of everybody needs to be like on edge and be like be, like you said, it's better to overreact than underreact to something. Mm-hmm. It's better to be very cautious than not cautious at all. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so we'll we'll move on to the Eric Ebron thing with New England, and New England is reportedly uh, looking at Eric Ebron. This upcoming free agency, and also uh, Jimmy Graham got released by uh, Green Bay, and who knows uh, if they don't get it done with Eric Ebron because Eric Ebron has been t- uh, posting up a lot about Chicago, mm-hmm. and it seems like he's very interested in going to Chicago at the moment. Mm-hmm. Maybe Jimmy Graham's a possibility for uh, New England. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, I, I mean, can see it. Yeah, I think they're gonna need. Some playmakers, regardless of who they have at quarterback next season. I thought you saw that was an issue last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will see what continues to happen with the Patriots, how they're going to try to structure their team. And, you know, obviously who, the big, big question is who's going to be the quarterback. But a guy like Eric Ebron, um, who I thought worked really well with um, uh, with Andrew Luck, mm-hmm. Came in, Jacoby Brissett came in, Jacoby Brissett already had that relationship with Doyle, so that relationship with him and Ebron was not as, it wasn't working, there was a lot of friction there, mm-hmm. and Eric Ebron was getting upset, I still think he can make some plays, I think he's young enough, um, you know, he was very young when he was drafted, and so he's kind of like right into his prime of, his, you know, athletic ability in a way, mm-hmm. and so I think he could go to the Patriots and offer some uh, help, and you know, look, if why why would why can't they just sign both of them? Jimmy Graham to a small deal, you get Eric Ebron secure up your tight end position, and just have some two vets right there that you can have a QB, especially if you have a QB coming in, a guy that they can trust and go to when they need it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I agree with you uh, on that one. And so you want to get into the Tom Brady saga? Yeah, we'll get into go. the Tom Brady saga. And uh, first thing is first, uh, uh, Tom Brady is reportedly putting his uh, see if I can get it here. Yeah, his house up. For selling, uh, it's a gosh, almost thirty-four million dollar house. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's playing that up for sale. So that is getting people speculating that he's not going to be in Boston next year. Yeah, or in Massachusetts. And uh, this could be all just he's selling this house. He he's from California. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just wants to. Maybe he's thinking about retiring in the next couple of years. He wants to get settled in. A new state, so he can. Jeez, ladies. Uh, and yeah, just get settled in a new state and uh, get a foundation there going for when he does retire for post uh, for his post career life. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could be a possibility, but he still wants to play. That's the big thing. 
And when people want to play, you know, you usually be like, hey, well, I'm going to stay put if I'm going to stay with this team. So there's some speculation going around. So the first team we'll talk about is uh, the Buccaneers. And the Buccaneers are, are very interested in Tom Brady. We've heard reports about Phillip Rivers as well. Mm-hmm. And do you, see, do you see a likelihood of this happening here? I, I do for, for a couple reasons. One, I think Bruce Arians is a heck of a coach. Mm-hmm. Now, does his system fit Brady's? I don't think so. I, I really don't think so. He wants to throw it deep. He wants to deep drop backs. Right now in Brady's career and the way he's played for the past, mm-hmm. you know, five, six years, he wants to get it out quick. He wants he wants timing. He wants quickness. He wants to move the ball quick. Mm-hmm. He wants it out of his hands quick so he's not taking hits. Is that something they could talk about and work on? I'm sure. Bruce Arians is not a no. he's not an idiot. Like he could change yeah. his offense for a guy like Brady um, and really work with him. Uh, especially because you know he's a guy that you can respect. He's a guy that's been around the league. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that doesn't take crap, right? So I think Brady and him could get along. Uh, you've also got Todd Bowles there in a situation, the defensive coordinator, where um, he's. I like. I like some of the direction that they're moving in defensively, and some of the pl- and mm-hmm. some of the younger players that they have on that defense. Yeah, uh, uh, I think a lot of their problems came with inexperience on the on the defensive side. Yeah, I think uh, Mike Edwards is really good. I think you got some really good young corners in uh, Sean Murphy Bunting, and. Uh, you got a good linebacker and uh, Devin White, and you have some young people on the uh, front as well. You got Vita Vea there. You had Dom Kinsu, who played very good for you last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see if he wants to stay there or not. Jason Pierre-Paul has his ups and downs, but he's still good. Shaquille Barrett, <clears throat> who they're reportedly planning to franchise tag, mm-hmm. it had a career year last year. So they're doing some good stuff on the defense end, like you were saying. Just more inexperience, mm-hmm. I think, caught up to him last year. Yeah. On the back end and the secondary. And I think the biggest thing is they got the weapons. Yeah. You've got Mike what? Evans, yeah. who is super underrated. You've got Chris Godwin, who really came into his own this past season. Mm-hmm. Cameron Bray. You've got uh, O.J. Howard. You've got... O.J. Pre- Howard in quotations. Probably, he might get traded this offseason, but... Uh, yeah, But you've got a good offensive line. Good offensive... Yeah, they got a solid offensive line. And if they can get some running back help, um, heck, maybe they add... And Melvin Gordon, mm-hmm. right? And then put him and Tom Brady together. Yeah, um, I, I think it is a possibility. I, I think they're going to pursue him hard. I think Brady's going to look at every option possible to see where he could win at now, because obviously he's going to retire within the next two to three years, right? Mm-hmm. If he plays, even if he plays that long, and so I think he's going to look at all possibilities. And a guy like that could come in and really make a difference in that team because I think they have a lot of talent, like you said. Mm-hmm. A lot of it was inexperience. A lot of it was turnovers from Jameis and not playing well at the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. They get that position fixed. This could be a possibility. Yeah, I agree with you. I think uh, one, the one area of need on the offensive end is at running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Ronald Jones played pretty good. He improved. Yeah, yeah, he was not good. good his rookie year. No, he wasn't. Uh, but he improved a whole lot. He he went from looking like Trent Richardson to actually looking like a more like Derek Blunt. Type of type of running back where he was just very physical. He's going to run, mm-hmm. even if there wasn't a hole. He was going to get some yards out of it. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see if they uh, go, maybe go after Deion Lewis. That was one of uh, that. Yeah. Uh, That's, yeah. Brady's favorite targets coming out of the backfield. Him mm-hmm. and James White both. Uh, we'll see if that happens. But uh, yeah, I think it'd be a good fit. Mm-hmm. But is he going to go there? I've heard reports about Chris Sims saying how bad some of their like facilities are. That was back in early two. That was mid two thousands. Yeah. Uh, 
So we're over a decade over that, but if their facilities are anywhere just a little bit better, that's still not good. Mm. They have to. I'm wondering if they ever redid their facilities at all, or yeah, I but, would assume within a decade maybe they have. But, but yeah, yeah. It, I remember him uh, listening to him say like it looked like a high school gym at some points when he was there when he was playing for uh, Tampa, mm-hmm. and like you said that like this goes back to the Corona thing. If Tom Brady can get into a meeting. And he looks at their facility, and he's like, this is either crap or this is some of the best facilities I've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. That could change a whole lot. Like, he could go from either wanting to go back to New England to wanting to go to Tampa, of all places. Yeah. So, it, yeah, we'll see how the coronavirus actually shakes out. I think Tom Brady's could be, like, the most interesting one that it could shake up here. Yeah, because a lot of the quarterbacks that mm-hmm. uh, are on the market, like a Derek Carr, like, you know, as, mm-hmm. as a trade um uh, possibility. You've got Philip Rivers, obviously. Um, all the all the quarterbacks coming into the draft this yes, year. Yeah. Marcus Mariota, different guy, uh, Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm. A lot of those guys will fall into place on certain teams wherever they're at, or stay put, depending on where Brady goes. Yeah. Um, and you know, obviously, uh, you know, we'll get into a couple more possibilities. For yeah. Brady. Yeah. We'll move we'll move down the list here, and uh, we'll talk about the Tennessee rumors here. Tennessee. Uh, report, I think it was last week or something, or a week and a half ago, where mm-hmm. they were like, if they're in a head-to-head with New England, they feel comfortable about getting him. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the focus has shifted and said uh, they're focusing on Tannehill at the moment. Which I think is, personally, I think is smart. Um, is Tannehill the best quarterback in the league? No. no. But look, Pro Football Focus rated him once he came in and started. The last half of the year, he was the number one rated quarterback in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, take that for what you will. Uh I think he is good enough to help them be a consistent playoff team. Is he a Super Bowl winning quarterback? No, but I don't think you need that anymore. I think it is proven if you have the right coach and the right skill players yeah. around that quarterback and the right defense, you can win with anybody. Mm-hmm. Even the, even a terrible defense like the Eagles had, they won with Nick Foles mm. because they had the right coaching staff, they had the right players and uh, the pieces in place for him to make the plays he needed to. Yeah. I think Tannehill is plenty capable of making plays, using his feet, using it has yeah. a decent arm. They've got plenty of playmakers on that offense in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. They get Derrick Henry back. I think it's a no-brainer to sign Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, I just don't think it's smart to put all your chips or in all your eggs in one basket to go after Brady if he's not going to go there. Yeah, and my thing is he's going to cost less than Brady. Yeah, definitely. Uh, he's also look at Tennessee's history of drafting quarterbacks mm-hmm. since Steve McNair left them. Yeah. Vince Young, Jake Locker. Uh, unfortunately, Mariota, I don't think he ever got a shot to be good. Yeah. Uh, but they they have striked out three times in a row on quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just doesn't, like, you, you have a good quarterback. He got you to the AFC Championship last year. Yeah. Run with him. It's, he's not Blake Bortles. He's better than Blake Bortles. Yeah. We, we've seen this. We've seen... He's he's nowhere near Blake Bortles level. Blake Bortles was you you could tell that the offense was either built around him throwing quick passes, throwing uh it, I think Don was was that Don Long? It's uh what's his name? O C for them? I forgot his name. Uh yeah, Don Loggins, I thought. No, he was the old Bears one. Oh. Uh I don't know. Yeah, I forgot his name. He 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 drew up some beautiful plays. I think he's with the Green Bay now. He drew some beautiful plays. Uh, for uh, Boros, a lot of them were open. I still remember the uh, 
the angle route with the fullback in the back of the end zone against the Steelers with the, when Bohan caught that pass to make it a 10-point lead at the end of the game. The, it, it was a lot of design stuff for Blake Boros to succeed. Tannehill was doing some stuff on his own. Like some of those passes he threw, like yeah. to A.J. Brown, to Corey Davis, there were some beautiful passes. Yeah. Uh, and you've shown some of the talent. And um, he's, a smart, he's smart in the head. He knows what he's doing. He can yeah. check stuff. It's hard to find quarterbacks that have – Decent to good arm talent mm-hmm. or smart, uh, and it's not going to make stupid risk. Yeah, and he I doesn't agree. do and he and he does all of those. Yeah. Uh, yes, Brady's better, but Brady's forty three, forty two. Mm-hmm. He's the, uh, he's in his late twenties. Yeah. You're gonna have him longer than you're gonna have Brady. Yeah, and especially if yeah. he start if he continues to get better and grow mm-hmm. and gets more comfortable in the system that he's in. It's just going to be better for that team. So I, I just don't see Brady being a real possibility for the Titans. I'm sure they might look into it, but I think they need to stick with Tannehill. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that one. So we'll uh, <clears throat> move on the list. We'll talk about San Francisco here. Now there is a speculation going around that Jimmy G is on the clock because we're, it is reported, it is documented that Kyle Shanahan loves Kirk Cousins. That's his guy. I mean, he was. They were in Washington together mm-hmm. when Kirk Cousins uh, took over the role mm-hmm. for um, for uh, RG three, and they and had a lot of success. Mm-hmm. That's his guy. He wanted. He that's who he wanted when uh, the trade rumors were going around mm-hmm. out of Washington. That's they tried to trade for him. That's who you know. And then obviously they made the trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay. But they wanted Kirk Cousins. That has been his guy and from the beginning. If you look at it side by side, the New Orleans Saints overtime throw to uh, Adam Thielen is the same exact throw Jimmy Garoppolo missed in the Super Bowl to Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. The only thing I'll challenge, though, is the only thing I'll disagree with is I think Jimmy G still has a lot of room to grow. Mm-hmm. People forget how little quarterback he's played since he's yeah. been in the NFL. He still hasn't like you. Almost have to treat this like a like a, he's a two year pro in a way, like almost, and maybe not even that. Like he's still growing, he's still developing. Like mm-hmm. being a practice guy, being a second stringer, and and learning can only do so much. You have to go put it into practice. Yeah, you have to go actually do the dang thing. And when he's, I think he's going to continue to get better. We'll see this season, but you're not you're not just a, a Super Bowl caliber team. With uh, with him at quarterback, just because he's not that good, mm-hmm. so I think people should not overreact too much to that. But I'm not going to be shocked if they have if they don't make it to the Super Bowl this year, they get rid of him and get Kirk Cousins. I yeah. won't be shocked because, like you said, for the, we've known for a long time now, Kirk uh, Kyle Shanahan has wanted to co- has wanted to have Kirk Cousins mm-hmm. as his QB. We've known that. Yeah, and that, here here goes the Brady. I'm gonna t- we're going to tie this in the Brady somehow. I know people love their fantasies. Is there a fantasy that Brady uh, signs does it, signs with New England, does a trade, and trades for, and they trade, they switch Garoppolo for Brady in New England? Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, what's the possibility? If you give a, if I had to give a possibility I'd of hundred percent, I say less than five percent. Five percent out of 100. I, honestly, I would say even less, like less than three percent is what I would say. You would, yeah, because I don't think San Francisco is that stupid. I don't, I don't think they are. They, they're not that dumb. They're not. No, no. Like, no, look, got, I get Tom Brady might be a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo, mm-hmm. but you made it to the Super Bowl last year with him. Mm-hmm. Why get rid of him? Why change up your entire culture and and yeah. and the rhythm of your team yeah. and and the chemistry of your team 
just because you want Tom Brady because of the yeah. namesake. And then, especially if you, if even if he doesn't have a good year, and you they end up like the Bears this year, where they're eight and eight, they barely missed out on the playoffs. You know, maybe by one or two games. Mm-hmm. And but their defense still plays phenomenal. Like people forget that the Bears defense was still top five in the league. They mm-hmm. weren't flashy like they were. Uh, Two seasons ago, but they were still flashy. Or yeah. that, they were still solid and they were good. If San Francisco still has that type of uh, production from their defensive end next mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. Uh, and Garoppolo doesn't produce, they don't make it to the playoffs. That's easy. Like, hey, sorry, we're done. We'll trade you. I think he still has two years left. We'll trade you. Kurt, uh, we're going to get Kurt from free agency. Kurt already got paid. Yeah. Kurt, Kurt, are you there? They're gonna do a swap. And get Jimmy for Kurt. Send Jimmy, Jimmy to uh, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'd see most likely happen in that yeah. in that situation. But uh, yeah, I, I would agree with you. Probably, I, I would say probably less than ten percent. I give it a little bit higher. I'll give it ten percent. I just don't that see it being a possibility at all. I just yeah, I just don't think it's realistic. Like it's yeah, it's a pipe dream for oh Tom Brady wants to play in San Francisco and like I'm sure he does. That's a great team to be around. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan, the way they run the football. The way they run, uh, and the way they run um, wide zone or outside zone is just absolutely phenomenal. And then everything they have tagged off of that, to paired with that, is just absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, no, it's not. It's not happening. Yeah, all right. sorry then, to burst anybody's bubble. All right, so now the uh, last but not least, uh, obviously there's no England. Now mm-hmm. there's report enter. There's reported. Uh, there's reports going around that they're very interested in. Andy Dalton, mm-hmm. uh, hot red, as people, some people like to call him. The red rifle. Red rifle. There we go. Yeah. Hot red. Hot red. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was, I was like, thinking, who is that? I was thinking it had to be something. I knew it was, I forgot it was something with red in it. I was like, I came up with the most generic one possible. <laughs> the but hot yeah, red. yeah, the red rifle. There the we red go. Red rifle. Come on. Yeah, now. supposedly Belichick. There's there's a program about anything else yeah. than hot red. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a like a yeah, like I call a two K like if you go and make a creative player and they won't call like they won't say your real name so you oh uh, they give you, you just generic to, names pick like a generic nickname hot red sounds like a we'll we'll, we'll 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 get uh, we'll get into that outside but two K has some of the worst nicknames possible like yeah A Train ABC was a name uh, who wants to call themselves ABC that makes no sense <laughs> the freak gosh uh, <laughs> gosh uh, but. Yeah, uh, supposedly there's also reports going around that Belichick thinks uh, the red rifle, Andy Dalton, has untapped potential. Now, his rifle's looking like a pistol at this point. Yeah. Uh, sorry, for I, that. He, sorry for the bad pun there, but yeah. yeah he ain't. Yeah. yeah. No, he's... <sighs> Look, uh, yeah, obviously New England is, is still a great possibility for Brady to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, the more I, the more I'm looking and, and hearing and seeing, it, the more it looks like he actually might stay with New England. Yeah, but we have seen a lot of reports mm-hmm. that Andy Dalton is being linked to New England. Yeah, uh, we've seen reports with Andy Dalton being linked to the Bears or the Colts as well. Um, that's definitely a possibility. You know, both of those teams could be looking for for a quarterback, a quarterback to come in and really make a lot of competition for the current QBs they have. Mm-hmm. But like you said, I mean, if Belichick, I, I don't know how true that is. You know, we can take that with a grain of salt. But if Belichick says somebody has untapped potential, obviously, um, you know, I don't know what he could possibly be trying to do there if he yeah. doesn't really believe that. Um, but if he does, then obviously that that's a real possibility for him to um, try to make that trade for Andy Dalton. Yeah. And look, if Andy Dalton goes to the Patriots and they still have the same system in place, they'll be a nine and seven, ten and six type of team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. 
uh, and that actually wraps up our uh, race off because I think we, me and you've nailed down the teams. I don't think uh, we're getting to Oakland here. I don't think Oakland may be going hard. There, there are reports that there are that there is like an unknown team going hard at him. Uh, I don't think I don't know if the Bears are going to go after him. I don't know if the Oakland's going to go after him. The Chargers Colts. look like they want a young quarterback. I think the Chargers would be smart to get a young quarterback. And I don't think the Colts are. Colts look more connected to either Jordan Love or Phillip Rivers at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bears have said consistently uh, that even if Mr. Biscay even exists, they would still stick with Mr. Biscay at this point. Yeah. Even if he was just an invisible person, they would. Uh, uh, it, so it's more looking like I think one of those four teams, Tampa, Tennessee, San Francisco, mm-hmm. or New England. I think the most likely is New England. The least likely is San Francisco. And you can debate where Tampa and Tennessee stay. Yeah. Or, or at at that point, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, we'll get into another hot topic here, and we'll talk about that Prescott. Uh, uh, the uh, Cowboys offered the latest contract they offered a couple of days ago, or yesterday, or yeah, a couple of days ago, was they offered Dak four years, one hundred thirty-four million dollars, thirty-three per year, mm-hmm. thirty-three million per year. Now this now this is the same exact contract that Jared Goff got last year, mm-hmm. which made him I think the highest paid in history, right? Uh, was most say guaranteed, so. most guaranteed money. I think he had 116 million guaranteed. It was the most guaranteed money in NFL history. Yeah. Uh, so now and supposedly, I think uh, Dak Dak's people are supposed to are reported to decline this offer. And it That's looks nice like, deal. and it looks like he's going to get. This is more than what he was wanting. All right, not right, not right. No, he won forty million. Yeah. Gosh, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what Dallas is doing here. Uh, but yeah, it is uh, expected that he will be franchise tagged. Which honestly, if if I'm Dak Prescott, and we'll get into Pat Mahomes here in a second, but if I'm Dak Prescott, I'm taking that franchise tag. And I'm making a deal in the next year when that new CBA comes out because your your money is going to explode. Yeah, your you will get more. As the more. thing is, honestly, the Cowboys might might be smart to offer him like a thirty eight, thirty nine million dollar contract, you know, or forty million because, like you said, once the CBA comes out and, and it's signed and it's and, mm-hmm. and it's good, forty million dollars per year for a quarterback might be pretty cheap. Well, might be pretty average. It might it might be go it might be in that. Aaron Rodgers range now. Yeah. Where Aaron Rodgers was like, what was that 2016, 2015, where he was the highest paid in history? Mm. Now he's just. A, I mean, that's always going to happen, but yeah. Yeah, everybody eventually goes down. The new, the hottest one goes up. And look, Dak more. has all the leverage, in my opinion. Look, mm-hmm. is Dak the best quarterback in the league? No. no. Is he a top 10 QB? That's debatable. No. I, honestly, I wouldn't say, it, I would say no. Is he a top like 12, 13? I would argue that he is. Yeah. He wins. He consistently wins. Mm hmm. All right, he can he put up a lot of stats. Yes, where I think where a lot were inflated because they were down and they were trying to get back in. Yes, I think a lot of that stuff was inflated, but he also, has all he has yeah. all the leverage because who are they yeah. gonna who are they gonna replace? I know there's there's been like super faint rumors about Brady going to the Cowboys. That's not happening. Yeah, who are they gonna get? 
They don't have a great draft pick to get one of the top quarterbacks. They're not going to tank another year. Jerry Jones won't allow the Cowboys to tank. Oh, no, um, no, no, he won't because he, to, to he's, he's in his Lawrence. 80s. Yeah. He, he doesn't have 20 years left. Yeah, he wants to win. Like, yeah. he, he doesn't want Trevor Lawrence. Like, that's not, that's not in their cards. Mm-hmm. And he's probably kicking himself in the foot right now, the fact that they signed Ezekiel Elliott to such a big contract. When he came in, he wasn't in shape. Yeah. He, he 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 looked slow. He didn't have the same burst. Yeah. He wasn't the same Zeke. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's just be honest. He was not the same Zeke. Was he still decent? Yeah. He was still good. He rushed for like what twelve hundred yards or something like that. Yeah. But he wasn't the same fear. Like you, when I watched the games last year with Dallas in them, there was no fear from the defense. I thought when Zeke had the ball. Yeah. All right. They were they were more concerned with what was Dak going to do. Mm. Dak has all the leverage, and I don't blame him if he declines it and tries to get as much money as he can. Yeah, I don't either. Uh yeah, I agree with everything you just said. I just think, hey, if Dallas is why you pay him now, you just let Amari Cooper go, which we've seen Dak, he struggled a lot without Amari Cooper mm-hmm. there. Uh, we'll see how he does. And Jason Witten's not coming back either. So mm-hmm. we'll uh, we'll see how that ends up uh, turning out there. But, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll see how it does. So we'll go to Pat Mahomes here. And this kind of ties in with Dak here a little bit. Uh, Pat Mahomes intends to wait. On a contract until new CBA and TV deals pop out. Because he's going to be making some bank. He's going to be making well over $200 million. Uh, Or either they're going to even that out, $200 million. But yeah, he's going to be making... He's going to be making... Uh, he'll be making a lot. He'll be he'll making be, MLB money. That's what he'll be making. Yeah. Um, and again, it, it's smart. I think Dak should take the same approach as Pat. Wait, be patient. See what, the CBA, see what the CBA is. Yeah. See what you're gonna get the the following year, and then and then use the leverage that you have to get that money. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, though, if your franchise tag is have a good year, they can say screw you. True, but yeah, he could go yeah. somewhere else and get the money as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, bet, yeah. And, and in essence, you're betting on yourself. I get it. But as a quarterback, he, I'll say so. He did have the leverage. He, he did bet on himself this year. And even though, like you said, inflated numbers, they played some of the weakest first three, first three to four games I've ever seen in my life. Well, a lot of his stats came from like, no, trying to come back in games being yeah, down. But yeah. he still played well, I thought. He still played pretty solid. Yeah, I did too. And I think, yeah, like he's, a, he's a winner. He's a born winner. Yeah. He will win you games. As a Bears fan, I would love to have Dak because even though he doesn't, he's not the best uh, quarterback, quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's a great. He's one of the best leaders I've I've seen yeah. in a while. And that that counts for something. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it counts for a lot. Uh, so we'll move to. Uh, oh man. Uh, let me see, let me get here. So CBS, uh, Lock, uh, Jason Lockham for their wonder analyst used to be on NFL Network back in the day. Uh, the Chargers are expected to go after Herbert or Love. In the draft, that means probably trading up, uh, and also there are there are reports going around that they are uh, there is a high possibility that Tyrod Taylor might be a bridge quarterback uh, this upcoming season for him. Which, by all means, Tyrod Taylor, he's proven he's a at least a eight to nine one quarterback. Maybe a playoff quarterback. Turn it over. Really solid quarterback. I like Tyrod Taylor a lot. Yeah, and then you give him more weapons than he had at Buffalo. Like all he had was LeSean McCoy and a read option system. Yeah. Uh, you give him Mike Evans. You give him Keenan Allen. You give him. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about Austin Eckler. Got signed to a. Where is it at? Here, I think it's on the net. Yeah, he uh, got signed to a four-year, 
$25 million contract worth 15. So he's going to have him to run that system, a really good receiving back, mm-hmm. and who actually performed extremely well without Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think uh, – cross this out here. All right, so, yeah, I think uh, – yeah, this is, I think honestly, this might not be a bad move for uh, the Chargers here, because uh, even whether you like or dislike Herbert, or you don't like the experience that Jordan Love's had, or the uh, production he had last year, mm-hmm. uh, if I were the Chargers, I'd go after Jordan Love. I think he's, I think he has some talent, and I think he had a lot, he had a lot of coaching changes and a lot of culture changes in Utah State last year, mm-hmm. and that I think is why his production dropped a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he like Pat Mahomes? I don't know. Is he? I honestly, if you want to compare him, you can compare him between Pat Mahomes and you can compare Jordan Love between Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen. I think he falls in the middle. I mm-hmm. uh, I think Josh Allen could be a really good quarterback. I think Pat Mahomes is already proven he's one of the, he's probably the best quarterback in the league at the moment. Mm-hmm. Jordan Love, I think, could fall in there with time and development. And I think Tyrod could be a very good leader and a very good teacher to do that with. Justin Herbert. Uh, he does have the skills. He has the, uh, I think, the knowledge of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, my thing is mentality with him. Uh, there are reports coming out that he is cocky at times. Sometimes his personality sometimes does put people on edge, and he's he doesn't he can uh, he doesn't have like a like a soothing personality that you would want as a quarterback or your quarterback to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see how how it actually does turn out, and see how interviews do go and everything, but. Uh, I do like this move for the Chargers. I think having Tyrod as a bridge quarterback and then drafting one of these two, uh, I think would be good. The question is, do they sit or do they trade up to the Detroit pick? That's the real question. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you have anything? No, not really. I mean, kind of covered it all, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like all the draft stuff, man. Draft yeah. stuff, yeah. Let's talk about trades and speculation and stuff. But you good? We yeah. moving on to the next one? Mm-hmm. All right, so NBC... I still think this is hilarious. NBC declining uh, the uh, the Al uh, Al Michaels trade to ESPN because ESPN wanted to pair up Al Michaels and Peyton Manning. Now Peyton Manning is uh, ESPN is still preparing to offer Peyton Manning close to eighteen to twenty million a year to be their Monday Night Broadcaster. Yeah, which. Do yeah, it. Do, do it. Uh, make, make the move because yeah. if you get Peyton Manning in there, it's it's gonna help out. Like Manning, oh, it's funny. Even he's good in front of a camera. Like even with just, Joe there, I think I think everybody can agree Joe Testator Testator is a really good, I think, play by play announcer. He's fine. Yeah, he's solid. And I think yeah, here we go. But uh, but I think Peyton Manning could add the Tony Rome. Yeah, I know you're laughing. Uh. I think Peyton Manning had the Tony Romo effect there. Be a good color commentator. Give great insight. Mm-hmm. He's been doing those details for like a year and a half or almost two years now. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Kobe was doing those too with the NBA. And I, yeah, I think honestly, I could very lead, like, could lead into him being a really good broadcaster mm-hmm. and uh, being the probably next evolution of Tony Romo. Yeah. Because uh, I think. Peyton Manning's more entertaining than Tony Romo. I think we can see that in commercials. Yeah. Uh, so, what do you think about it? I, yeah, I agree with you. I, I think NBC is smart to keep Al Michaels and uh, and Chris Collinsworth together. I think that's a really solid team for Sunday Night Football. Mm-hmm. And 
I think it's just dumb to allow somebody of Al Michaels' talent to go to ESPN. I just mm-hmm. think that would be stupid. Yeah. But look, I, I, ESPN needs to go after uh, Peyton Manning. They need to get a better guy in the booth. They have been struggling for the past two seasons without John Gruden. They need someone to come in and really help them because e- Monday Night Football is really taking a hit, in my opinion, as far as like being something that's enjoyable to watch because the commentators from Jason Winton to Booger McFarlane have not been good. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. So we'll move on to, uh, sadly, one of the best offensive linemen in the league had retired uh, a couple mm-hmm. of days ago, uh, Marshall... Mar- uh, Marshall Yonda. There we go. Mm. Uh, I heard his name pronounced differently, but Marshall Yonda. Uh, I think a first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm. I think he's uh, one of the best uh, guards I think I've seen play. Yeah. And uh, happy he's, one Super Bowl. He's been, what, a top, I would honestly argue, a top three, top two guard in the NFL for, what, his entire career almost? I mean, mm-hmm. he's definitely a Hall of Famer. He should be in Canton. Maybe not as a first ballot, but maybe as a third, you know, third ballot or something like that, because you know, offensive linemen don't get um, a lot of love in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's he's been phenomenal. He's a huge reason why the Ravens have been successful. Yeah, why they can do the things and have the identity the identity that they have had. Um, I think this is going to be a blow to their offense, to the leadership, to the tenacity that that offensive line has. But you know, they've got guys Ronnie Stanley, Orlando Brown. Hopefully, um, they can kind of continue the. The tradition that this oh, this nasty physical uh, front that the Ravens usually have, mm-hmm. hopefully they can kind of continue that. I want to see if they want to move Orlando Brown to guard there and then get a tackle in the draft or maybe try to trade for Trent Williams. Possible. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah that'd be disgusting, but yeah, that'd be nasty. Yeah, yeah uh, but I, I see them just drafting somebody in the draft or mm-hmm. trying to sign. Wait, if they can bring Sheriff, I think it'd be a good one. Right. Yeah, that'd be honestly. You know what? From, now, he goes from Iowa. About right? that, but that'd be. He's from Iowa, right? Let me check this out real quick. I think it's from Iowa. They got a lot of. Uh, see, uh, Brandon. Is this ever gonna pop up? All right. Let's see. Uh, yeah, our our internet's not working. <laughs> of course, it's not. Uh, there, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went to Iowa. Brandon Scherf. Yeah. So I'm the same place that Marshall Yonda went. Brandon Scherf, you know, he's had some injury concerns. Mm -hmm. But if you can get him on a cheaper deal, you can put him in there. He's He's a a great multiple-time pro He's a great run blocker. Yeah. Uh, I think he does struggle in the pass blocking a little bit, but he's a great run blocker. Mm -hmm. Uh, He'd fit into that system perfectly. Yeah. I I agree. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there could be an Iowa connection. Maybe Marshall Yonda's like, hey, maybe you want to go talk to Baltimore or Skype him at this point and see what happens. All right. So we'll get into Washington here. Uh Washington uh, is reportedly looking into or dipping their toe into the wide receiver market. Uh, they're expected to look at a trade for Stefan Diggs and a, and maybe or either that or signing Amari Cooper. There's also uh, some interest in a possibility with the trade with Cam Newton uh, going to Washington uh, mm-hmm. if, if he is available at that point. Uh, because there are reports, and I think it's very well documented. I think we've seen when uh, Ron Rivera get, did get fired, uh, how much they look the hurt look on Cam Newton's face because they they had a very close relationship. Mm. And there's a possibility that uh, Washington might try to trade for Cam Newton if he is available, which I think Cam Newton is available at the right play, price. The question is, uh, what? price is that is that price the second overall pick yeah do you want to give up that elite maybe superstar maybe 
Joey. See, I don't know if they'd have yeah. to trade that, though. I don't think they'd have to do that so? for Cam Newton. I think a second-round pick is what you'd have to trade because you can easily you can easily spin it into, look, if you want to get rid of him, you want to dump his contract, you want to do that. Mm-hmm. That's also something you can play into negotiations. You want to get rid of his contract. You want to tank. You're going to go after Trevor Lawrence. Okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Give us Cam Newton. We'll give you a second-round pick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's tie this in real quick because uh, that's one of our newest things, too, is uh, Carolina – People are expecting Carolina to tank and go all in for Trevor Lawrence here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see this as a legitimate thing where, like, they're like, "Hey, if that if that thing's true with uh, Trevor Lawrence, they want to go all in on him. Why not trade Cam Newton? Why not try to get Dwayne Haskins? And maybe if Dwayne Haskins does play good, does play does play really good for you, why not keep him and then go and say you have a bad season because you don't have the talent there? But I, honestly, I would think Washington would keep Dwayne Haskins and sit him under Cam Newton. Allow him to grow. Yeah. Although I th- I like I like Dwayne Haskins. I think he still has some. Room I think to grow. he improved a lot throughout the year. I did too. But you know, Ron Rivera's coming in. I'm sure Ron Rivera wants to win as soon as he can. Um, is going to try to build a, a winning uh, uh, organization as as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the the possibilities is bring Cam Newton in, a guy he's had success with, a guy that you know was named MVP, got him to a Super Bowl. Um, I do think it's a possibility. I don't know how likely mm-hmm. it is to happen. I don't know, like you said, like would they want the second overall pick? I mean, it's very possible they could want that for Cam Newton. I mean, he's a former MVP for God's sakes. But you can you can spin it again. He's costing a lot of money. He's had the shoulder injury. He's coming yeah. off this like he hasn't played as well in the past couple seasons. Like you could spin it in so many different ways to where you might even be able to get a second you know, a third round pick for Cam Newton and really try to see what he's made of coming in. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I think it's interesting that, that Washington is going to go after wide receivers like a Stephon Diggs and Amari Cooper because I think it I think it will help Dwayne Haskins if they stick with him and choose to stick with him. Mm-hmm. But if you go after these receivers and if they, and if they end up drafting a Tua, if they end up drafting um, a Justin Herbert at number two or somebody of that nature... Who knows what you know? Who knows what kind of uh, weapons they would have yeah. for these guys to come in and play with? They mm-hmm. would need some weapons. And a Stephon Diggs, who is young, um, who is a very good receiver, one of the best route runners in the NFL. You've got Amari Cooper, again, one of the best young receivers in the NFL. That would be a great fit for a young quarterback. Yeah, and also uh, keep in mind that uh, according to Madden, uh, the Redskins really love Eric Ebron, and we've seen Madden prove in the past that they can tell the future sometimes <laughs> so don't be surprised if Eric Ebron goes to Washington right. with, uh, with Greg Olson <laughs> yeah uh, it, we, I don't think we did cover that Greg Olson agreed to sign with the Washington right oh uh, I think that is yeah yeah, yeah let me double check that real quick but yeah uh, I, think that, I think that was the case let me see if I can pop this up here real quick Greg Olson there we go yeah yeah uh, no Seattle my bad he yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was like, I thought it was Seattle. Yeah, he was in talks with Washington, but he ended up going to Seattle. I think that's a, honestly, that's a nice, that's a nice little uh, combination. I mean, you know, Russell Wilson loves his tight ends, and I mean, Greg Olson up there mm. in that system, I think that's a great fit. Oh, yeah, and uh, especially if uh, they get, even if they don't want Will Disley back because he he's been injured, like he's had two severe injuries back to back years. Hostler, 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 I ever say his name. Uh, he played pretty good, and I think he played extremely good yeah. last year for him, especially coming in as a third-string backup. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, 
I, like you said, I think uh, getting the talent at wide receiver, like our initial uh, news thing was he uh, – Washington, who do you think they go after, though? Do you think it's more like they go after Amari or they go after – It just depends on if the Vikings allow stuff on uh, to be available. Yeah. But Amari Cooper is going you know, to be a free agent. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're taking him away from a division rival mm-hmm. as well, which I see more on the Amari side there. Uh and yeah, I th- and I think he's very similar to DJ Moore, and I think again, I think DJ Moore really thrived in that system with Ron Rivera, and I think Amari Cooper could too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll I right, so we'll move uh, gears here, and then we'll get into uh, one of the first signings, or probably the first signing, or not? Yeah, no, one of the first. Uh, one Greg, of the first. Gr- yeah, Greg Rosenthal to Seattle. Uh, Josh Gordon signed a one-year, uh, six million dollar deal. Uh, Eight million with the incentives, probably if he makes the Pro Bowl or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, he signed with the Buffalo Bills. Um, we'll keep it short and sweet. I think it's a good move. Yeah. I, what's 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 the what's the uh, the risk here? It's, it's a very minimum contract. It's a very prove it kind of deal. If he plays the way he's capable of playing, they get a great cornerback. This improves their defense even that much more than it already uh, was insane last year mm-hmm. and if he's the place bad you only got him on a one-year six million dollar contract you get rid of him it's done i think it's a great move yeah yeah and guess who was his defensive coordinator during his best year yep sean, sean McDermott. McDermott. yep yeah i agree yeah and if we could see a resurgence here from josh norman we could see a darrell revis like certain now now he hasn't had the career like we're nowhere close to it no no but he could have like a resurgence for like oh where was this at these last couple years in Washington? We can see that. Yeah. And uh, I'm expecting it. All right. Well, all right, so basically. Or is he going to pull Avante Davis and retire at halftime? <laughs> what did he do? Was it? Oh, he tough. did that with Miami, didn't he? No, nah, it was with Buffalo. When? Was this year? Avante two, Davis. It was two years ago? This that was year. a couple years ago. That was two years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a couple yeah. years ago. God. It was with Buffalo. Remember because he signed? And we he had like, a fall from grace. Remember because he signed? God. And uh, it was because he came from the Dolphins to the Colts, went to the Colts to Buffalo because he get, he got injured a couple years. It was a Pro Bowl corner, was what a two or three time Pro Bowler. Goes to Buffalo, it's like okay, Buffalo's got an up and coming defense. He's gonna fit great, and then retires at halftime during one of their games. He had a, he had one of the most quickest falls of graces I've ever seen somebody have. Like he went from Pro Bowler, I think in twenty was twenty fifteen twenty sixteen. To gain injured, to getting cut, to getting signed to a halfway decent team with a good defensive coordinator or a good coach or a good defensive minded head coach, uh, played pretty decently the first couple of weeks, and all of a sudden he retires. Like it was, like, it was weird. Yeah, gosh, yeah. man. So hopefully, uh, uh, hopefully that does not happen there. Yeah, and we're gonna talk about the best thing in the world here. The uh, Rams really want to be the Chargers, extremely bad. So, yeah, yeah, the Rams logo. If you haven't seen it, you gotta look it up. Yeah, I hope, um, I hope, to, I hope to God this isn't this isn't this isn't it because this is God. You, you, what did what did they expect people to like? I know it's supposed to be the horn of the ram, mm-hmm. but it looks like the Chargers. It looks like Los Angeles Chargers. Look, look at it. Yeah, yeah it looks I like know. a C in the middle of the L and the A. 
It's, it's, it's terrible. Disgusting. Yeah, it's, it's ugly. terrible. Hopefully they change this very quick, and hopefully this is not the final uh, yeah, gosh. thing. And also to add in there, I saw something earlier today where um, there was some uh, – there was a couple leaked pictures of uh, what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' u- new uniforms could look like, mm-hmm. and um, they're the exact same as they were before. They're going back to like the like the very like dirty gold, and red, and all that crap. Uh, like back in there, you know, like the early two thousands and whatnot. I don't mind it. I kind I kind of so. like those. I like the. Uh, uh, I know people don't. I know some people. I think don't like it, but I like the uh, cream orange, I like the orange sickle ones. Those are, those are some of my favorite throwbacks, man. I still remember uh, uh, me and you watching this. Uh, I think Josh Freeman's rookie year. I think it was against the Packers. They were in those jerseys, and he went off. Oh, yeah. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. And everybody was like, Josh Freeman's going to be amazing. He was did, not. Didn't that happen, though? No. Uh, so we'll, we'll stay on quarterbacks here because I guess we'll stay on quarterbacks forever. Uh, P.J. Walker. Is getting looked at by Seattle for a potential backup spot. That's fine. I mean, uh, uh, their their backup got arrested. Uh, Trayvon Boykin. And what, what's not to say he could be a backup for a yeah. season in Seattle and go right and start for uh, the Houston Roughnecks in the XFL? I mean, um, mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything that's going to stop him from doing that, and uh, yeah. it's just a way for him to going to make more money. Oh yeah, and he could easily go to one of these other teams and be like, "Hey, you want to be our bridge quarterback, or do you want to?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's I. The way he's been playing, he's the only, like, there's been a lot of good, I think, skill position talents and some good offensive line play and defensive line. I think it's been better defensive line than offensive line play in the XFL. But there's only been a couple quarterbacks. I think Jordan Tamu and P.J. Walker are the only ones, I think, that are excelling there and will get NFL contracts from the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. I think all the other ones that have either played either okay or just bad, uh, a.k.a. Matt McGoin. He yeah. played awful. Yeah. Uh, so it's just, I think uh, I'll expect PJ Walker to get signed here, and I do expect uh, maybe Jordan Thomas to get get signed or get tryout or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to go into the CBA? Or you want to take a break? Oh yeah, we'll go into the CBA real quick. Uh, basically, the new CBA is what they're suggesting is seventeen games, uh, fourteen playoffs, which would be the First seed or the number one seed would would get a bye. The other teams would play. Mm-hmm. The other five teams would play or six teams. Uh, and also, I think, and it's like a more lenient thing on marijuana. More like, hey, we're not going to suspend you for using it. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I just look. I'll, I'll keep the short and sweet because we got still, you know, some more things yeah. to go over. But I think this. Going to 17 games, adding an extra playoff game, it's just stupid. Oh, and the owners want 18. It's reported that yeah, owners the owners, want 18. the owners don't want this to pass so they can actually propose an 18-game um, season, which is absolutely crazy. All they want is more money. Yeah. That's all they want. They, they don't, they don't about care the about health. the players. They don't care about them getting injured. Well, you mm-hmm. know what's going to happen? You're going to shorten the careers of, of these players, and you're going to end up losing millions you're of gonna dollars. Lose a, you're going to lose more money. You're going to lose... You, Instead of instead of having a quarterback so what, that could play for twenty years, yeah. that we're seeing with Tom Brady, he might only play for freaking thirteen because I'll, he's playing two extra games a season. And if he's an Andrew Luck caliber player, Andrew Luck might have retired two seasons earlier. Yeah, well, I'll say this: uh, it, it, it's it's if this happens, it, it will remind me of WWE. Uh, WWE cannot build up superstars for some reason 
due to creative issues with um, Vince McMahon not wanting to build up new superstars, and they're losing a lot of viewers because of it. This would be the same thing. Superstars get built up over time. They do. They mm-hmm. With stra- gradual build, people start getting invested in them. People start uh, going around, uh, getting around them, and start backing them up, and start loving them. LeBron did not have the... I'll go to LeBron here for a sec. LeBron did not have those type of backup and those fans when he first came into the league. He grew. We seen him grow as a person. We seen him grow as a human being and as a dad and as a husband. And we seen him grow. We seen him go to Miami. We'll see, we seen him go back to Cleveland. We seen him grow through his process. And a lot of people tend to back him up or get divided by him. We seen Tom Brady grow from being the uh, dude who had the... True. Terrible combine. I'm going to disagree, though, because you see with Pat Mahomes yeah. now, though, it's, it's pretty instant. It's like, look, he's throwing cool sidearm passes, boom, 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 all these snaps, all these cool flashes and this and that. He's a Super Bowl champion already, and he's huge, right? My thing is, and maybe not even shortening players' careers, players might retire earlier. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so that, like, Pat, like, or like Pat Mahomes but, may have played 20 years, he might retire in 12. But Don... Be- I think dynasties are the big things in sports. I think me and you have this conversation all the time, and I usually, yeah. I used to tend the other way. Yeah. But dynasties are what makes sports. Yeah. Patriots dynasty, everybody loves to hate them, or you love you to love them. You need a villain in sports. Yes. You need it. Yes. Uh, you, like, and those create superstars. Peyton Manning became a superstar because, like, he's the only one that could beat New England at this yeah. point. He was the only yeah. feasible challenge to that team, yes. right? You have... I mean, you had the Giants, which made Eli Manning's career. If, if the Patriots are not the Patriots, you have a lot better case of saying Eli Manning is not a Super Bowl winner. There's not a Hall of Fame. That's why. That's why I was getting at with the is like you need you need you need somebody there, and then you need somebody to overtake them at some point. And yeah. in the NFL, it's that case too. You need a superstar there, and then you need a Pat Mahomes to overtake the Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Is what you need, and we got that. But if the like you said, 18 game schedule. You're gonna someone, have a lot of shorter get, careers. You're yeah. gonna have players not, not. You're gonna have a lot of guys that could potentially be big money makers and jersey sales and different things of that nature for like twenty Leaving years. The game a lot earlier, getting hurt a lot more frequently, and then your team's not playing as well. Teams and don't. Then, fans are not coming to watch games as much because now your team is not playing well. Yeah, like, and then the casual these, viewer gets lost. Like, who is this random person, uh, the starting quarterback? Now? Yeah, yeah. It's a, I just think it's a bad deal all around. I, I think it is too. But in the short term, yeah, they're gonna make a lot of money. In the short term, yeah, it's I don't mind the playoff team. That. They, I, I just matter yeah. about the uh, because the playoff, te- the playoff thing. It's just, it just playoff, playoffs the same number of games. I'm more, the regular season's the one. I think it's pretty stupid. I think it's pretty. I think I think the way the system is. I think it's been good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's really good the way it's set up. I just don't get. Excuse me. There, I don't get adding two more games to it or even a game. It just, it just doesn't make any sense. I don't know. All right, well, uh, we will take a quick break, and then we will be right back. All right, and we are back to finish up this new segment. Uh, a lot of this other news should go, honestly, pretty quick. It's just a lot of, like, kind of spouting information out. Um, so let's get let's get it done. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, basically, Taysom Hill, uh, the New Orleans Saints are planning to use a first-round tender on him, a restricted mm-hmm. free agent tender, which, which should, should kick teams off of him. Yeah. So that's, that's that's the big reason they're doing that. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's basically it, honestly. And mm-hmm. uh, next bit of news is uh, Marcus Mariota uh, is gaining interest from Oakland here. I think it'd be a good deal, especially with Derek Carr. They trade Derek Carr away. Uh, I think Marcus Mariota could be a really good fit for them. I think uh, 
He does have the talent. I think sometimes he needs stay. I think he needs a stable organization there, and maybe Oakland can be it. Surprisingly, but maybe that could be it for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they got a loyal fan base as well. So. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything to say on it? Uh, it'd be kind of interesting. I mean, I w- Marcus Mariota will have some suitors this offseason as, as a very solid backup or guy to come in and mm-hmm. push competition. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if Oakland went after him. Yeah, me neither. Uh, we mentioned uh, Eckler earlier signed the contract, and uh, that means Melvin Gordon mm-hmm. is not going to sign back with the Chargers, which yeah. we'll, we'll, rep- we'll, we'll keep up with that, whoever he signs with. We'll, yeah. we'll, or when rumors start to come out of who's interested in him. Yeah, not, so. yeah. So right, this is a – all right, so here we go. Uh, Trent Williams was getting inter- uh, was told by Washington to go seek out a trade by himself, so he's the one doing these – Researchers, which is funny. Mm. Uh, Houston, Cleveland, and Arizona are the teams interested in uh, in Trent Williams right now. Uh, and also, yeah, Jason Peters uh, expected to be in free agency this offseason. season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's old; he's very old. But we'll uh, was, yeah. So yeah, so. Those same teams might be looking at Jason Peters as well. Mm-hmm. So, which teams do you which team do you think as a prediction here? Um, I'll make mine here real quick. Do you think he'll go to? I think Trent Williams is most likely to do most likely to go to Cleveland. And, I agree. And I, agree I think uh, Jason Peters maybe uh, maybe Houston. I can see Jason Peters going to Houston, and I yeah. can see Trent Williams going to. Um, uh, going to the Browns, I actually agree with you on that. That's kind of where I was thinking. Just because I think Cleveland, if they get a guy like Trent Williams to come in, I think it will help them out a lot. I think it's going to help Baker out a lot because obviously that was a huge issue for them last season. And anything to, to help the Titans' offensive line, whether you can put Peters inside a guard, whether you can move him to right tackle uh, because they have Larmy Tunsil there already. Regardless of if, what they do and what they want to do with him, I think he would be a great addition to that Texans' offensive line, which – Continuously gets Deshaun Watson killed. Yeah, I agree with you on that. So, <laughs> we'll uh, respect so, that man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh. All right. So, Bill Burns is the worst GM in history. Uh, yes. Yeah, I can't so, believe he's actually has the title GM. So that's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So we'll move on to another big player here, uh, Jadavion Clowney. Uh, if you haven't heard of him, uh, very good player. Doesn't pull up the stats. But mm-hmm. it's just a dominant player. He's a lot of pressure. He's a yeah. great run defender. Um, mm-hmm. He's a great addition to any team. Now he he's seeking a deal worth twenty two to twenty three million per year, mm-hmm. which is a ton of money for yeah. Uh, what people think is not a stat stat sheet uh, sheet stuffer. Yeah, he's not. He's not. He's but he's just a very solid player. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he's a great player. He's honestly. a great. Yeah, he is a great player. Uh, but he uh, it seems like uh, the Giants are interested in him. The Titans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seattle was interested in him, and so was Indianapolis. Uh, so those four teams are interesting. You got the Giants, you got the Titans, you got Seattle, and you got the Colts. Uh, who do you think is most likely to go to? Right now, he's kind of uh, he's kind of connected to the Giants more than anybody. Um, I think Seattle is probably the second team in that. But I know we've seen the Colts multiple you know multiple reports come out. Over the past month, where the Colts are going to be really interested and in really going after Javion Clowney, um, they had a guy like Javion Clowney to that Colts defense who's already young and up and coming. This defense could get real serious yeah. here, like real yeah. soon. Yeah. And if they had a guy, 
like Eric Berry. Um, we'll just throw that. We'll already get that out of the way. Eric Berry's been a guy that the Colts are looking at. Um, he's he took a hiatus in 2019, which me and White were kind of like, why has nobody signed him? But now it makes sense. He chose to sit out, which we kind of alluded to late in the season. We're like maybe he chose to do this. Well, he did. And so the Colts yeah. are actually a high possibility. The connections to Chris Ballard, one of his best friends, and Justin Houston plays there. Had a great success last season with the yeah. Colts. Um, yeah, Javon Clowney could be a huge piece, and the Colts are the team that can offer him the most money. They're yeah. the team that can present yeah. him with a huge contract that he wants, mm-hmm. and they can tell him, "Look, we're, this is the quarterback we're going to get." This is well, what Seattle we're do. can too. Seattle has the fourth highest uh, salary cap. Are they? Do they really? It's fourth or seven. I forgot. It's in that. Are they really that high though? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, look, if Seattle can do that, he had a great like, season Seattle's in Seattle. Seattle is Seattle is reported to make a push. Extreme push for uh, Jadavion here, uh-huh. and we've seen what he did with a really bad uh, was a core muscle or a dominant muscle in that mm-hmm. playoff game. Yeah, uh, and yeah, like you said, Eric Berry, he's going to the Colts. Mm-hmm. If they are able to, at uh, he's not going to. It's not he isn't signed yet. It's not official, but it's reported that he's most likely going to go to the Colts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seattle or not Seattle, Jadavion Clown, if he decides <laughs> to go. To Indianapolis, Indianapolis's defense it might be looking really good with Darius Leonard. And then maybe we could get Andrew Luck back. Nah, that's not gonna happen. I could see it happening. It's not gonna, it ain't gonna happen. Come out like they're gonna be something like Stone Cold or something like that. Mm-hmm. I can see Andrew Luck doing that. That'd be awesome. Especially with his dad connected mid, to the XFL. Mid game, he comes back <laughs> and takes over. Um, uh, but yeah, I think it should be. Yeah, I think. And, uh, and also, I guess to add on to Seattle, um, just more news. Is that Yannick Ngakwe is a trade possibility for now, them? Now, so I would say if mm-hmm. Jadavion Clowney does not get signed back by the Seahawks, mm-hmm. they will try to make a legitimate trade to get Yannick Ngakwe because I yeah. think what they need and and what you're seeing is this push to get these pass rushers right. Yeah. It's huge. It's important. And and their division right now against San Francisco, against the against the Rams. Against Kyler Murray and what he's able to do escaping the pocket and all his little, his tiny feet running around the field. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I just had the image of him being so tiny running. Yeah. But the, the fact is, they need pass rushers. They need a guy that can get after the quarterback. The big reason the Seahawks were a playoff team last year is because Javion Clooney added a, a type of um, fear on that defense that they hadn't had, right? They get a guy like Yannick Ngakwe, who I think is one of the better and honestly has become more underrated pass rushers in the league. That'd be a huge get for them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I. this is what I see happening. I see maybe Jadavion going to New York and then Seattle actually trading because Seattle lost the trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and trading for Yannick Ngakwe, that's what I see happening there. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I think, I think it's New York, Colts, Seattle, and then Tennessee is where I see yeah. uh, Jadavion's list going, so... Yeah, well, uh, yes, we have the Yannick and Gakwe there. So we'll uh, move on to the uh, Chargers trade Russell Okun for Trey Turner. Uh, Trey Turner played for Carolina, so Russell Okun is going to Carolina. Trey mm-hmm. Turner is going to the Chargers. Good trade by the Chargers. I don't know what is. I don't know what Carolina's smoking there. Carolina, like, yeah, I, I don't either. Look, he's he's only twenty six. He's gonna be twenty seven next season. Or by the end of next season, at mm. least, like Trey Turner is not even in his prime yet, and yeah. he's a five-time Pro Bowler in uh, in six years, in six seasons. Yeah, um, 
that's a guy you think you'd want to keep as, as an organization because that that's provides some stability on the offensive line. Regardless, though, it's a great move for, C, uh, for the Chargers, and it could be a way for the Chargers to kind of push more for Brady. Look, hey, we've got some weapons. We've got pieces on our defense. Now we're trying to build our own line for you. It or, could be a way for them to try to really try to push for Brady. Of, or, we're trying to protect you. We're trying to keep you healthy. It could be a way for them to push for maybe uh, or yeah, Jameis or, Winston or maybe somebody like a – have Tyrod there, and then have a, and then have him be a bridge quarterback for that young rookie, yep. so he doesn't get injured and banged up. That's yeah, that's very true as well. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a good move. Now Carolina, Russell Okun was injured for most of the season last year. Yeah, they're 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 sorry. Uh, I they're, think they're I, I think the I think the reports are more in tune with they might trade Cam Newton here in a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and then go all in on trying to get because they did sign it. Kyle Allen back for one more year. That they did so uh, they extended him for one more or they signed him back for this next year. I think they're going to tank and uh, yeah, try to get Trevor Lawrence next year. Is what I think is going to happen. Mm-hmm. So it, we'll we'll see how that uh, ends. It up seems there. like it's becoming more of the possibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so I know we talked about Tannehill earlier, uh, but also uh, I don't know how. True, this rings now, but maybe like a couple uh, last week there were some rumblings going around that Tampa, if Tennessee lets him go in free agency, which is expected, they're expected to. Uh, was it they were expected to uh, franchise tag uh, Derrick Henry? Uh, Tennessee is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tampa is looking at either T- uh, Tannehill. Obviously, Brady's a huge strong point, and also looking at Teddy Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you got Tannehill, Bridgewater, and you got Tom Brady there. Yeah. Uh, which one do you see is more likely? I think Teddy's more likely to go there. I think so too. And is Teddy again? Does Teddy fit in that system? I don't think so. But he's. I think he's a really good quarterback. I think he proved last year that he's ready to. to to be a starter for a team, to actually be the guy for somebody. Yeah. I mean, he was on the up. He was on the up and coming. I mean, he was the guy that everybody was like wondering, is he going to make that next leap to being maybe the another great young, or not even great, but just another really good young quarterback for the next decade that we can have in the NFL until yeah. we had that catastrophic injury. Yeah. Um, I hope he gets a chance somewhere. I would love to see him go to a place like Tampa Bay where Bruce Arians is going to be creative. He's got weapons. He's got a young pieces around him. Um, I think it would be a nice fit. So, I, honestly, I think most realistic, I would see Teddy B going there. Yeah, I would too. And te- I think Teddy is amazing. Everybody, hey, if you listen to probably, you know how much I love Teddy Bridgewater. Kind of a homer, but that's all right. It is with us. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, yeah, you add him with those weapons on that team and you uh, you have him, Bruce Arians, who's been a phenomenal coach. Mm. Uh, James Winston, you know he did throw 30 interceptions, had the best year of his career. Yeah. Teddy Bridgewater's not going to throw 30 interceptions. Mm. So add him with Teddy, I think that would work pretty well. I don't I don't think the Tannehill thing, I think just smoke. I don't think there's any fire there. And I honestly think the same thing with Tom Brady. I think there's smoke, mm. maybe a couple sparks, but there's no fire coming out yeah. from that one. But maybe the Teddy one, I think I can see some fire and that mm-hmm. so yeah. we'll move on to Byron Jones uh, is getting looked at by the Eagles and Eagles are trying to pursue him really hard they should they should that, that's the but you knew I've said this multiple times the only weakness on their defense is corners is corners is their secondary it's been awful you add you add one of the best corners in the league that minimizes some of it but you, you need some other corners because somebody can attack that other side there 
Well, you kill two burns with one stone because yeah. you take away from a conference rival. Or a division. A, uh, a, yeah, why did I say conference rival? Well, a division say, rival, but a conference. Con- yeah. yeah, a division rival, yeah. that's more important, though. But you take away from the division rival, it helps your, it proves your team and your defense um, mm-hmm. having a guy like that on your team. Uh, I, I think they should push for him. I think, that's, I think, honestly, that should be maybe the primary guy they should push for. Mm-hmm. Um, because if the Eagles don't have as many injuries and, and whatnot, and they actually have a solid secondary, this team could be the team that everybody thinks they were, including myself, going into next season. So yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, yeah, I agree with that one. So we'll move on to uh, Denver. Is reported reportedly have agreed to a deal to uh, get AJ Bouye. And they'll re- and they'll send a fourth round twenty twenty to Jacksonville. So basically, Jacksonville is trading AJ Bouye, Bouye for a fourth round pick this year mm-hmm. for this upcoming draft. And that ties uh, into Chris Harris. I don't think they're getting Chris Harris back. Uh, well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go Chris Harris here. Uh, where's he at? But yeah, all right. So Chris Harris is getting interest from Dallas, Houston, and Oakland. The team I think should push the hardest for him mm-hmm. is Houston. I think so too. I I can see him going to Oakland though. Vegas new team there. I can see it. Mm-hmm. Division rival. He's played Denver twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Why I can does see Denver want to trade him there. That that'd be the question. But but the thing is though, what type of deal is he gonna get from Houston? I can see Dallas wanting him to replace. Excuse me, Byron I, Jones. Byron Jones. And Chris Harris is one yeah. of the best, has been one of the best corners for probably the last six years. But the thing, I mean, he's been a top five corner easily. But if say if they get Chris Harris, Denver gets Chris Harris back, you have Bouye, who's been, yeah, yeah, he has his mistakes sometimes, but he's been pretty good. He's been pretty solid most of the time. Mm-hmm. You have uh, if Bryce Callahan can come back from injury, he's a baller. Yeah. You got Von Miller, you got Bradley Chubb come, especially if he comes off healthy with the ACL. See the, the gosh, the trade for AJ Bouye. The trade for A.J. Bouye really makes me kind of more question, are they actually going to trade Chris Harris? Because that's been the talk for a while now is they want to they deal Harris. They want to get rid of him. And you could look at it one of two ways of they got A.J. Bouye to replace him or they got A.J. Bouye to team up no, with No, no, he's Harris. a free agent. He's not going to trade. He's a, he's, I thought he's a, he's a free, free agent, agent this year. Are yeah. you sure? Yeah. He's your, yeah. Oh, my bad. He's, yeah, he's a free agent. I swear there were trade rumors with him. That was last year. Okay. He was so, to he's a, so he is a he is a true free agent then. Yeah, yeah. I know that. Okay, well, yeah. If he's a true free agent, um, I can see him leaving, especially since there are rumors that he w- did want to get traded mm-hmm. last year. But the thing is, if you had Bouye, you get Vic Fangio there. I think Drew Locke played phenomenal last year. Mm-hmm. There's some real potential for this team to blow up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, not, not in a good way, not in a bad way. Yeah, you can yeah, say yeah. blow up people, it's in the bad. Uh, but. Uh, if he doesn't go back to Denver, I think uh, Oakland's the team for him. I think Oakland can pay him the most of anybody, mm-hmm. especially if Houston's trying to save up for Deshaun Watson mm-hmm. uh, for his uh, five thousand or five hundred billion dollar contract that they really want to give him, so he can just uh, be the whole team by himself and mm-hmm. get injured all the time. Uh, God, I, I just don't like Bill O'Brien. Though. I right, well, gosh, come on. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So. Who do you think? Who do you think is most likely for Chris Harris? Uh, I think Houston. I think Houston. Yeah, because I think you look at you look at the situations. You look at the quarterback situation. Obviously, yes, the offensive line situation is terrible. But if they can continue to improve on that offensive line situation, they've got weapons on offense. Um, they need some more pieces on defense. But if you can get a guy like Chris Harris in there in the secondary, 
that really helps that defense out yeah. a lot. And yeah. they were already a playoff team last year without a, without a good de- without a good secondary. The de- secondary was still not good last year. Yeah. So yeah. All right. So we'll get into Tua here. We get into Tua, Tua, Tua. Uh, uh, Detroit is expected to. People are here wrong with it. Detroit is expected to trade out of the third pick mm-hmm. because they can get a cornerback later in the draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that's what they're looking for. Uh, and the teams that are interested in trading up, Miami. Uh, you have the Chargers, obviously. We talked about them earlier. And then uh, you, have Indian, uh, you have Indianapolis there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Chargers are most likely. The thing is, uh, with the new rumors coming out that they are looking at Herbert, they are looking at Love. Mm-hmm. I think they go with Love or Herbert if they trade up. I don't think they go with Tua. I think Tua might drop... Perfectly into Miami's hands. It's possible, but you got the rumors that Washington really wants him, and that could just be a smokescreen. Obviously, I for think people it is. to trade up too, and I, that's I think probably it what's going to happen. I, but yeah, if if two is healthy, I take two over Love. I take Tua over Herbert, and then you have the debate of whether Tua or Joe Burrow is better. Consens- I mean, the consensus before last year was Tua was going to be the number one pick until mm-hmm. he got hurt. Right? Yeah, the injury prone issues that that is a concern, but. I still think Tua can be a great quarterback in this NFL, given the right situation. Obviously, that's always important. Given the right situation and team, if he goes to a Chargers or a Dolphins, who I really like the structure that they have with Bill, uh, with Bill, with Brian Flores in place. Bill Belichick. Um, <laughs> with Brian Flores in place, that would be interesting. Or do the Colts, right? That's a huge question. Do the Colts actually make a push to get one of these young quarterbacks, whether it's Tua, Herbert, or Love? That That's a huge question. That I think... The dynamics around these quarterbacks will play a huge factor into what happens on draft night. I think uh, the Colts have the most ammo to do it because they got was it three second round picks or two, yeah. and they got the Jets two one second that, round picks. They got the Jets one's high. This is supposed to, I think it's like the sixth in the second round. That's a high draft pick. Mm-hmm. They're able to trade that. They're able to trade like their what the twelfth or thirteenth pick mm-hmm. and move up. I can see it happen. Mm-hmm. I can see it maybe add in that twenty twenty one first rounder as well. And that's you could go get your quarterback of the future, whether it be Tua or Love or whatever. I think I think the Chargers are more likely, but I don't think it's going to be Tua. I mm-hmm. think it's going to be uh, Love, uh, Jordan Love, and I think Tua is going to fall in the laps of uh, Miami there. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think is going to happen there. So we'll uh, move on to Bears and Colts have uh, also, along with New England, become suitors for Andy Dalton. Yeah, which we touched on a little earlier. Um, I think New England's more likely than Bears or Colts. Yeah, and if the Bears or Colts do bring them in, it'll be as again, a backup. It's a backup. It's a role to push Brissett or to push Trubisky, mm-hmm. um, just like Tannehill was brought in to push Mariota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, I don't know, anything else to say on that one? I right, so I'll let you read this one Alrighty. with the Rivers. You, so Phil Rivers, you know, obviously is going to have some suitors in the free agency. Mm-hmm. Um, but the big thing is, with a lot of the quarterbacks, is they're going to have to wait for Brady to sign. Yeah. Because that, a lot of teams are going to have be pushing all their chips in to get Brady. And Phillip Rivers and, and company and, and other guys are going to have to wait to see where he goes before they actually start getting deals or even offers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the Colts are obviously the biggest possibility. They're the team that has been linked the most to it. Nick Siriano, the offensive coordinator for the Colts, uh, had worked with um, and has even been um, 
reported to have conversations with Philip Rivers about coming to char- to uh, to Indianapolis. Frank Reich has worked with Philip Rivers in the past. You know when they were San Diego. Mm-hmm. So I think the Colts are still probably the biggest possibility and the most realistic spot for Rivers to go to. Yeah. Um, but you also have to look at Tampa Bay, which we've talked about, or Oakland. Um, also being possibilities whether Oakland trades Derek Carr or not. Uh, I think Philip Rivers will have some suitors. I think he's going to have some teams that want him. And if he goes into the right situation, I think the right team, just like it was for Manning going to the right team in, in Denver, you go to the right team that can protect him, that can play really good defense, and that has some good weapons, I think it would be a great situation for, for Philip Rivers to actually succeed for maybe two to three years at a, at a place. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with you on that one. I think it's more likely that – well, I think it's more likely that he may go to it, – it does depend on where Brady goes. I don't think Brady's going to Tampa. The question is, is he going to Tampa or is he going to Indianapolis? I think Oakland may be out of the picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he goes to Tampa. I really do. I really think because I think he wants to win now. Tampa has a win now. And he fits Bruce Arians' system, I think, because we've seen like a lot of the plays he actually did really good on last year was – Play action, him just bombing it up. Yeah. And guess who gets the bombing up to? Yeah. Mike Evans. Yeah. Mike Chris Evans. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, I agree with you on most of that. I think uh, Tampa may be his best shooter. Okay. So we'll move to uh, Derek Carr uh, is having trade possibilities. Uh, how, how likely is it to happen? We don't really know. Bears but... are the most likely, if anything, because him and Cool Mac are best friends. So, yeah, but there are Colts, Chargers, and Bears. Uh, I don't see the Chargers anymore. Uh, maybe the Colts, but the Bears are the most likely, if anybody. Mm-hmm. And as a Bears fan, I wouldn't mind it. I would not mind it at all. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, look, I think Derek Carr is fine. I think he's a really good quarterback. I don't think people give him enough credit to how good he is and, and to how much he was a part of the success last year for the Raiders. Um, yeah, it was mm-hmm. a huge part because they were able to run the ball and play good defense. But he was still good last year. He was still really good. Yeah. You put him in the right situation with a great defense like Chicago with some really great weapons and a smart offensive coach in Nagy, I, I see it being a great fit for Chicago. Duh, but the question is, how much is Oakland going to want for him and how much are teams going to be willing to trade for him? That's going to be the biggest question. Yeah. Because if, if it's not a huge asking price, Derek Carr will be somewhere else next season. But if they're wanting like, you know, want you to sell the entire house for him, He'll be a Raider next season, whether he's a backup or the starter. Yeah, 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 I agree. Yeah, and it's a lot of money they'll be trained for if you want a backup. That's true, too, yeah, because he does have a big contract. So if you're going to trade for him, he does need to be kind of in mind to be, be a, a guy bridge that starter or just a starter in general, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I think it wraps it up there. All righty. Well, uh, again, we apologize, guys, for kind of the five week hiatus with, you know, just. Again, our schedules, we thought we were going to be able to line it up more, but it just didn't happen that way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I guess so, I spring break this next week, so we'll at least get some uh, fancy news going and flowing. Uh, yeah, I'm, I was I was going to ask you maybe, well, well, I'll talk to you off camera a little bit, but yeah. Off, off podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah off podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's a camera. We don't have any cameras here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, well, but at, at spring break, Next week we can do some podcasts. Next week, mm-hmm. especially in the NCAA tournament, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but we'll we, we'll get some fantasy news going. See who goes where and what happens. But mm-hmm. we'll do that. Yeah, that's cool with me. And uh, again, guys, like, look, we're not experts here. We're not doctors <laughs> or scientists. Yeah. But I would encourage people to go 
research and look at the experts and what they're saying, the CDC, the World Health Organization, or known as WHO. Look at these people, listen to these people on what to do, take the precautions. Let's try to not have a lot of panic and a lot of hysteria. Let's try that, to, that makes things worse. Yeah, it, it definitely makes things worse. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and again, it's going to have a big impact. Uh, regardless of what the true impact has, you know, on the world and what it actually ends up doing, it will have a big impact on sports, which, you know, which we enjoy talking about. And that's obviously not the big issue, but it will play a factor in, into no. what we talk about and to, into yes. some of the things that we uh, and that we discuss. And, and it could impact the way yeah. a lot of things moving forward actually go yeah happen. if if, so. it, if, for, if nfl does go like on a strike on a cbs strike or whether it is the virus and they have to suspend stuff we'll we'll try to come up with some new stuff like maybe some top 10 stuff going and stuff exactly yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll come up with some of that stuff because yeah because if things get put on hold we're definitely going to want to put out more content now that you know we're again we're trying to figure out yeah. ways to get our schedules to line up yeah. a little bit more and hopefully but... give you all some entertainment mm -hmm. uh Good or bad, we'll see. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyways, we will let you guys go. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being patient, yeah. waiting for us. Uh, we will see you guys in the next episode. And until then, y'all, peace. See ya.